The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke chapter 16. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen, who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who longed to satisfy his hunger with what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs would come and lick his sores. And the poor man died and was carried away by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. In Hades, where he was being tormented, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in agony in these flames. But Abraham said, Child, remember that during your lifetime you received the good things, and Lazarus in like manner evil things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in agony. Besides all this, between you and us a great chasm has been fixed, so that those who might want to pass from here to you cannot do so. And no one can cross from there to us. And he said, Then, Father, I beg you to send to him to my father's house. For I have five brothers, that he may warn them, so that they will not also come into this place of torment. And Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. They should listen to them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. And he said to them, If you do not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, o Christ. Let us pray. Almighty God, you come to us in stories and parables telling us what we need to hear. Help us hear and see what the gospel is in our life. Amen. So, are you getting tired yet of these hard texts that keep coming at the end of the season of Pentecost? We're not done yet. We have another one today. And it's a parable. Parables invite us to become part of the story, to become one of the characters. So excluding God in this story, there is Lazarus, a rich man, five brothers, and Abraham. Who are you? A rich man. As I was preparing for this sermon, I ran across a website, and I went to it, and it's called Global Rich List. Go, go 
tonight, go in, use your phone right now, type it in, see what you get. And it will tell you how rich you are in the eyes of the world. So I entered a number, and I found out that I'm richer than 5.4 billion people. That's a B, not an M. I found out there were 600 million, with an M, richer than me, which basically means I'm about in the 11th percentile of the world. Okay, what if you only make $10,000 a year? Where does that come up? That number comes up as you're in the 14th percentile of the world. $10,000, I don't know, does that even buy seed anymore for planting? No, I didn't think so. So last week the text was, you cannot serve two masters, God and money. It made me sit up and take notice, how about you? And then this week, Luke says, oh, I hate to tell you this, folks, but he says, woe to you who are rich. Okay? $10,000 means you're rich. You're rich. So what's the parable working towards? One of the things that it's working against is the popular belief that wealth is an indication of your relationship with God. If you are obedient to God, then you will be blessed and then you will be rich. And if you are poor, that means you have done something evil and God is punishing evil people. And then some people take it another step further and say that if you are being punished by God, because you're poor, then I'm not going to help you. A man named Lazarus. This is not Jesus' friend, Lazarus. This is a parable, Lazarus. The name is important. The poor man's only claim to fame that's good in the whole story is he's named. Lazarus means helped by God. He can do nothing by himself. If you read the Greek, the Greek says he was taken and dumped at the gate of the rich man. He couldn't even get there himself. Couldn't stop the dogs from licking him. He needed the angels to carry him to Abraham's side. The rich man ate all he could eat, wore purple garments, royal garments, and fine linen. Fine linen is a linen that is 
linen is made rough linen, normal linen, and fine linen. It's another harder step to make it good cloth. But the point is, rich or poor, we all need Lazarus. We all need help by God to get into a relationship with God. And we are named, if you are baptized, you are named. You are helped by God. You are brought into a relationship with God. We are baptized. And we have a living God. So Jesus names Lazarus. The rich man knows Lazarus' name. But he doesn't do anything. He doesn't help. They're carried away to the Abraham. Two rich men in this story. Do you get that? One is the unnamed, unrighteous rich man. The other rich man is Abraham. And what makes Abraham so special? Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham was the one that argued with the angels or God. If there are righteous in the town, will you save it? Abraham was not selfish. He gave. When his sheep herd became too great, he asked Lot, where do you want to go? Down in the valley where there is grass or up in the mountains where there is not much grass? He practiced hospitality. The angels came and he fed them and greeted them. He offered his own son as a sacrifice. So there is a striking difference between the two, and they're both rich. A great chasm. Isn't that a wonderful word? Have you all seen the great chasm in America called the Grand Canyon? No, I haven't seen it yet either. I want to. Maybe in two summers from now, when I'm retired completely. A great chasm. It's finalized in death, but it was there while they were living. The rich man could not see the man whose name he knew, Lazarus. He didn't see him. And now, in the afterlife, it's too late. There's no way. But the rich man says, I have five brothers. They're alive. 
let me warn them. And the answer was, we have Moses and the prophets, we have scriptures, we have manna lessons, we have God's care of the poor and hungry, and we're talking about ourselves. We are the five brothers. Will we see? Will we see the poor? Will we see that we are rich? Will we see that we have an obligation to care for the poor? The key word there was remember the words of the prophets. Remember the words of Moses. Remember the words of Jesus. Our call of faith is to be in this world, to be tangibly working for those who have nothing. Going back to that website, Global Rich List, one of the things it said was, if you were in Guyana, what would the cost of one latte do for a family? Okay, I don't drink coffee, I don't drink lattes. Somebody yell out a price. $3.99, bucks would support a family for a month. We are about caring for the poor. The text is asking, are we going to be a slave to wealth or are we going to be a slave to God? It doesn't change for salvation. Grace is God's gift. Our own actions will not bring salvation. Our own actions will tell us if we love God or if we love ourselves. A parable is a parable. They're not made to give us the whole picture of everything that we're talking about. It's just a glimpse. A parable gives us a glimpse into the kingdom of God. So this text is really not about how do we get to heaven. The text is really about the people around us. Do we see the poor? Do we see who needs help right here, right now, from the perspective of a living God? 
Amen.